0: Today's guest is all the way from India. He's the Principal Consultant at Himbap. He was first awarded as MVP in 2010, so a long, long time ago. He's authored three books on Dynamics 365 in the CRMCE space. He has implemented Dynamics CRM for various domains like pharma, media, insurance, automobile, and education. You can find full links to his bio uh, social media resources, etc., in the show notes for this episode. So check that out. Welcome to the show, Mahindra.
1: Thank you, thank you, Smith. Thank you very much for having me on your show. It's good to have you. It's
0: good to have you on here. My first question is: You've been an MVP since 2010. That's a heck of a long time.
1: Yeah. So basically, I you know on that. Uh, I started uh, around uh, 2007. I got opportunity to work in a technology company. So in uh, August 2007, I joined as a .NET and GP developer. You know, Great Plains. We used to have the Great Plains world. So I was good at that time in .NET, and uh, they hired me to be you know part of the GP team and work on the .NET as well. And uh, luckily, like uh, in uh, August, I joined, and there was no project on GP side in uh, like uh, 2007 gone and now 2008 came. Again, there was no GP project where they can, you know, uh, apply me as a resource. So luckily, that time uh, we had CRM practice there and uh, at the time there was CRM 3.0. And we got a project where, uh, you know, company wanted to implement the duplicate detection. So, you know, that time there was no duplicate detection in CRM 3.0. And because I was good in .NET, and they said that okay, just like use him as a .NET resource to build these web pages, and there was another resource, one of my friend, he was working as a CRM consultant. So we both started, you know, working on that project, and that was my first interaction with Dynamics, uh, you know, CRM. So that I feel connected like because I was, you know, from the .NET and everything that we do from the technical side is basically related to, you know, scripting and that's from the .NET side only. So that, you know, I felt like uh, connected on that and uh, then I started taking interest in CRM and they provided uh, some, you know, functional training of this uh, Dynamics that like sales module, marketing module and service module. Okay, so that's how I my journey started with Dynamics CRM. But uh, this uh, company was, you know, not that big. So we were not getting that much uh, project. So there was no, uh, you know, chance for learning new things. Right. So then, uh, you know, uh, like uh, time started passing. So one day I was, uh, you know, working on something and I found a link on, for the Dynamics Forum and that was my first interaction i saw that okay what is this so i saw there was lots of questions and everybody was posting their questions that they are trying to do this that's not working and how to do this so i felt like okay this there is a chance to you know get problems you know from there and try to do it my own so that i can learn something so let's learn from other mistakes or let's learn from other requirement if we are not getting any requirement so then around uh, you know 2008 i started uh, you know participating in uh, Forum And it was, uh, I was like, I was spending so much time on that, that in, uh, you know, around uh, 2010, uh, August, I got email from Jim Glass. And he said that you're very good, uh, you know, actively involving in the community and working lots of, uh, you know, forum uh, on that. So are you interested for that MVP program? And that was like you know, so I said yes, of course. And he, you know, uh, that time I was, I was not writing any blog post, so he also suggested me to you should also write some blog post. And in August, I created my blog and I started working on that. And in two thousand ten October, I got that wonderful email from Microsoft, and I got a chance to become first MVP from India for Dynamics CRM.
0: Wow! I didn't realize that you were the first one. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so
1: I- First MVP from CRM, you
0: know, for, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So then, like, it's like 2007, uh, and then they started in 2010,
0: I got my first MVP. That's 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 brilliant because I'm just trying to think when was the first um Dynamics CRM MVPs awarded? What year was it? What was the very first year? Because I, I was awarded in 2012 and I know that, you know, David Yak, for example, he was already an MVP, but in another technology area and he transferred. But I wonder which year was the very first year of a the first business application MVP, whether that be in the ERP or the CRM side. I wonder what year it was. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't
1: know that because no, I think that I wonder that it was from this yeah. Day. i'm
0: not sure if it was 2009 2008 i might have to ask uh david yak i might have to flick him a message after this and see what that situation was i've never thought about it um anyhow tell me a bit about um what you do when you're not doing microsoft stuff you know what's fun for you um tell me a bit about your family and the best thing to eat where you live
1: yeah so uh Basically, I'm, you know, from the uh, Himachal, uh, you know, state, uh, if you know that in India, we have a Himachal, that land of ice. So I'm basically from there. But right now I'm, uh, you know, uh, staying in the Delhi NCR. So it's Haryana, Sonipat. So there I stay with my family. So my uh, when I'm not working on the technology, I like to travel different, different places. You know, I like to try different food and I like to cook. So, uh, like, uh, you know, that type of thing I do, like. Traveling I whenever I get chance, like you know, I take my car and my family and we go somewhere, you know, to meet somebody or place, visit some place. So that's right.
0: Now you've written a lot of books. Three books. Now, you know, it'd blow my mind to write one book, but you've written three. That's pretty phenomenal. How's how you know how come you haven't retired yet? Does it not make you a millionaire on, on writing all those tech books?
1: <laughs> you know, it's not like that, but uh, you, you are correct. Like when, you know, Especially it's, it's very difficult for a family person because you have responsibilities for your families. You have kids. So when I started uh, working my first book in uh, 2012, uh, you know, uh, 2011 version, I wrote my book. That time, my kid was small. So, you know, they were not, uh, you know, much interacting, like uh, disturbing me or, you know, uh, so that kind of thing was there. But after that, when I, you know, wrote my second book and third book, that time they were, you know, really grown, and it was, I was feeling like, you know, when I had to spend a lot of time writing on these books, especially if you are a single author right so it's very like you're not spending time with your kids and all the weekends you're spending on writing chapters and you know so they, it, they take a lot of efforts so that's a uh, that's how it went and uh, i also got uh, you know other uh opportunities to write the book, but now I have limited that. So I don't take any opportunity now. So whenever, especially if they will ask, like, uh, you know, if I want to write it as a single author. So I just prefer them that if there is another author, then I can take part and, you know, we can write collectively. But it's, it's very difficult for a family person, you know, to that. that. Yes, yes. So that's... It's, part, it's part a lot of work. work. It's a lot of work, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot of work that you need to do. So And...
0: You you obviously enjoyed writing, though, because you did it three times. Like, one, I can understand, like, uh, you know, you make a, a big career goal, you decide, hey, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, yeah. But what was your thinking around writing the second book? You know, did you feel that, well, like, did it last time, I, I know how I'd do it better. What were your thoughts around book number two?
1: Yeah, so actually, uh, you know, uh, the first, like, uh, let me give you the first thing, like, why I wrote my first book was that, you know, that there was already very, very good uh, books available in the market and there was like, but uh, when I used to read them, I feel like some of the books were very hard to, you know, understand. Like their, their language was very, not an easy language. So uh, like, you know, it was very difficult. Some, uh, some sentences were very difficult and there was not very, you know, uh, even it's, it's not easy to understand. So that was the idea. I thought that let me try to make it simple and write something in a very simple language, so that you know, whenever who is reading a fresher is when it, reading it, then they can read it very you know simply and they can understand it very quickly. So that was the first thing. And when I uh, saw that uh, response on the first book, and it, it was good response, like uh, I was getting uh, you know feedback from my uh, you know readers and emails and then i then i go to another book uh, chance and then i said okay let's try with the new version and let's add some more uh, capability to books and because i worked on the same concept so it was basically how to use uh, dynamics uh, you know crm xrm platform to build different domain application so that was the main uh, uh, you know idea for the books and my all three books are basically kind of you know uh, surrounding all this same idea so that was the reason that you know I just try to make it simple if uh, as much as I can do. so that that was the whole idea for writing there.
0: how did how did you find the the promotional efforts of Packet? I take it you were Pat with packet the whole time as your publisher. Yes,
1: yes, they are there.
0: How well is their promotion ecosystem? like how how well did they get your book out in front of the audiences um around the globe? because, and the reason I ask you this is because you've been publishing books before Amazon, you know, had the Kindle out there before that became. So you're back when the big thick books, right that uh, that would sit on your um your shelf. How did how did you find them getting that, that packet got those out into the global, you know, bookstores and things like that, and really got that exposure
1: yeah no i think uh, they, they uh, did very well all the marketing things and they started with the initial uh, you know just like sending email to that all the you know uh, industry experts to provide their review on the different uh, channels like on the packet uh, pub, uh, website and they also all most of that uh, Microsoft, uh, this like uh, whoever uh, any website which are selling Microsoft books uh, they have published everywhere and they, they they are basically doing lots of marketing activities and uh, running that uh, you know campaigns where they you know send uh, bulk emails to that uh, different users that uh, these are the books and you, do you want to try and they also offer some kind of ebooks on that uh, you know uh, some less price so that you can check that okay uh, how this book is and then maybe you can go for the paper book. So I think from what I think that they have done very good marketing and to make it, uh, you know, this book available globally. Because I when I see, like, in the different website, I see the comments from the users and they are from the different, uh, you know, space. So that's, uh, I think they, they did a good uh, marketing on the books. Yeah,
0: good. If you look at the work that you do today as opposed to the work you are doing 10 years ago in the space, and and, you know, you said your books are focused around XRM story. Um, you've seen Microsoft separate what we now call Dataverse off from the the, the premium app layer of Dynamics. Are you finding you're building more solutions, like I'm talking about even model-driven apps built directly on Dataverse rather than building um, with a first-party SKU like a Dynamics, you know, in the old days, right, when we did an XRM solution, we would take Dynamics CRM and... We would turn it into another thing, right? We'd turn it into a you know a first aid management system. We'd turn it into a dog training uh, you know, a guide dog training solution. We'd turn it into you know a tool to track um stolen cars for police agencies. you know we'd do it we'd, we'd turn it into all sorts of things now we don't have to do that, right? we can we can grab the dataverse. we can build any app. The type of work you're doing all the time nowadays is that much more that. You're just building custom applications directly on Dataverse for customers?
1: Yeah, so we do both uh, type of, uh, you know, customization and uh, both type of, uh, you know, it depends on basically, uh, you know, how, uh, what is the requirement, right? So sometimes basically they want to, the customers are using, uh, you know, uh, like, for example, if they are uh, working on that, uh, you know, field service, and so they want to utilize the field service first party app, and sometimes they they want to utilize the first party apps only, but if that's totally custom, and that's not a traditional sales purchase uh, things, then we start from the model driven app. So, for example, you know maybe you are uh, building some app for that uh, pharmaceutical, right? And you have lots of uh, custom entity that need to be built. And no, no uh, out of the box entity. They are not using any out of the box entity. They are not using any traditional, you know, sales, service, or marketing life cycle. So they have their own we need to build our own custom lifecycle for them based on their requirement. Then we start from the model driven app. So that's uh, what we are, most of our requirement that we are getting from that only. So for example, you know, cleaning service app, uh, you know, that uh, looking for that uh, uh, physician, nearest physician app. So these these type of apps we are getting. So uh, like uh, working with that, uh, you know, email uh, uh, parsing using the AI. So, you know, getting like bidding emails, uh, parse emails. So that kind of work, definitely yes now we got where and it's easy actually you know when we go with the uh, model driven app it's easy from to build it as well as because you get support from the out of the box so you know what platform provides so you don't need to go to that core level and uh, build from that scratch right so out of the box things are there and Licensing part is also easy, right? So if you go to first party app, the license is very costly compared to the model-driven app. So that that's basically you know, starting something from $5 or $10, right? So that's that's uh, easy there. But now still, uh, sometimes they're, they're kind of the dependency, you know, sometimes, uh, knowingly or unknowingly, sometimes customers uh, build something their own and they, uh, you know, interact Combine the both their custom entity and the first party app and which introduce some kind of dependency. And when they are deploying the solution and that require, okay, we need this entity and that's not present and that solution fails. So that's kind of uh, things uh, still there sometime.
0: Have you looked much into AI lately?
1: Yeah, so we recently we have uh, done two projects and where we have utilized uh, that AI capabilities. So as I said, like we recently we uh, done one project for our US uh, customers where we worked on the bidding emails. So we were, you know, uh, the requirement was to get the email and parse the contents of the email and identifies, you know, core uh, there was some core data set that we need to identify and put it on the different entity so that was uh we utilized ai and that uh, that basically the email was uh unstructured email so that was a different thing because if it's a easy uh, you know it's a structure it's easy that you have that uh, you know ai model that you can utilize and get the data from there but in our case it was totally unstructured so we utilized two three uh, models there and uh, worked on that and uh, you know build that model driven app as well as canvas app to you know so that they can use it on the mobile device and tablet device to work there.
0: Yeah. Very, very, very good. Very good. Uh, my final question for you is you've been an MVP for a heck of a long time. What's, what brings you the most joy in being an MVP?
1: Uh, this uh, thing, like uh, what, what I will say that uh, you, you are known globally, right? So I was working like in a technology space and I was uh, writing that, uh, as well that also you know uh, introduce you globally but uh, in the mvp has their it, it's, it has its own space right so it, now globally they know that yes uh, there is a person who's sitting on the india and that you know represent them. because when i was in company you know we used to hear like you know this whenever uh, you have a mvp resource in your company there is a different uh you know what you say like uh they treated a different like MVP, and when you go to any office, I remember I, I, you know, when I was in Australia, so I went to on the client side, and they, they were I when I, uh, you know, first day I went there, everybody was so excited that that MVP is coming here for the uh, review that uh, project, and that was you know great uh, feeling that you know so that that's uh, that's different.
0: Very cool. Is this where, is this when you were working at SMS Management Technology?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Because I I didn't realize that because that I set up that practice there, and uh, you you I left in February 2017, and I think you joined in De- December 2017, yeah. right? Uh, yes, I
1: missed that part, and I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> I missed that. You missed the exciting
0: build, for the three year build experience that was 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 amazing, fun
1: times. But we we met on the MVP Summit in 2013. You know, yes, in
0: in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, no, in, in Advanta Campus, right? Yeah, yeah. we've been in the Advanta Campus. Yeah, yes, yes. I, I don't even know that Microsoft has the Advanta Campus anymore. I think they've um they've left the building, right? They've moved all over to main campus now. Oh, the the BizApps team, so. So I don't think we'll ever visit that building again. Um, Advanta A and Advanta B back in the day. um, It's a long time ago. it's, It's 10 years ago. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Mahindra, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Same here,
1: same here. Thank you. Thank you very much for having
0: me on the show. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 Guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash nz365guide. Thanks again and see you next time.